take a sample, free for consumption. Snap on these punks, too cool to have the gumption. The street lights flicker enough for us to function. We used to look up to the pimps, drunks, and bumpkins. Fighting every day on the block, man, was nothing. Smurfs running wild in the street and flashing something. I witnessed, but never told like snitches. Cause when you're young, you only see the money and the winches. Dope and mega riches only get you close to stitches in the ghetto. See, I was in the books and weed. Only doing half it took to keep me close to speed. I knew some crooks indeed and put lead in the spleen. Don't let the smooth taste fool you, cause it will deceive. I'm thanking God for the blessings, though at times I grieve. Had dreams to achieve in this space of greed. Turn my back on this world, cause it's hate they breathe. Stand clear. Church, drugs, and prisons. Pastors teach Jesus, but they living like the sinners. Try to live a life that's sinner, but all I get is bullish. Grabs in the barrel tugging. Gotta keep the pocket stuffing. Lost in the way he shakes his sluts for the false loving. The paper chase we put in place to gain a little shine. The spirit in the streets, living off of our time. The keys of life is what I use to keep me on my grind. So we dwell like scholars and change with dollars and change. Too much on the brain, make you hollow with fame. But it's something about the collars and change. Affect the ego. I think right-minded but faced with many evils. This walk in a cinema, it's far from a sequel. Cause one day we're chilling and next standing with flowers. Giving our condolences, huh? Just some ish on my mind. Just press rewind and run it back through the keys of life. Thank you for listening to From Houston With Love, where we hit you with a balanced dose of arts, culture, and what's going on locally in the city of Houston. Thank you for listening, and welcome. As always, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at From Hugh With Love. That's Hugh, H-O-U, With Love. And this is brought to you by RappersIKnow.com and IllManneredMedia.com. And like we tell you always, this is sponsored by Rappers I Know. 
purveyors of fine underground music, classic hits that you may never may have never heard of since 2005. Also, Ill Mannered Media. We make the dopest visuals. We make the, the illest podcasts. We do dope things. We live great lives. And now, let's start the show. How you doing out there, folks? This is D-Rose, a.k.a. Cashmere Dunn. We're back with another installment of From Houston With Love. Two weeks in, two weeks in from Hurricane Harvey. Oh, yeah. Well, post-Hurricane post Harvey. And uh, all the brethren are back together. Yay. The band is back together. Man. We are back together again. My man D-Ray is back from saving kids from bears and alligators. While they're trying to run from their home. Wait, 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 wait. Protection. I missed that part. Yeah. <laughs> Before you do that, though, this is D Rams causing a scandal. <laughs> Staying high and dry on the north, on the south side. Uh-oh. See, I almost see. see? What happened? Uh-oh. No, see, what, what has happened. happened. That's what, what happened, happened when you go to that, that north. What happened was. <laughs> At the north fire. You know, I, I, spent, I spent the last three days on the north side, yeah. you know, taking down their street signs, uh, you know, and stealing their barbecue from Burt's. Uh-huh. And, um, you know what I'm saying? Is the so. truth is the is the truth still on? The is truth the, is still on, the man. The truth is still notice, on. Notice, okay. notice, I haven't okay. said anything derogatory. <laughs> okay. I just said that I was, you know, I was just pushing the whip to y'all's hood with the windows not tinted, <laughs> and, and nobody did anything about it. Fish bowling, but we all good. Yeah, that's what it is, man. You know, I'm trying to save lives out there, trying to trying to help kids go back to school and whatnot. But yeah, last <laughs> week, man, uh, D Ray was noticeably absent, man. What the, what was going on with you? Oh man, this is uh, D Ray, aka my folks on the sun. AKA combo number one, hold the fries. Uh, man, I was caught up out there in the water, dude. I was yeah. stranded. It was, it was getting scary. It was apocalyptic out there, bro. Like when you start seeing rednecks flying down your street in fucking swamp boats with guns and shit, and you realize I am not prepared for this type of shit. Luckily, we didn't need their help. Um, I don't think they was going to help us anyway. But uh, <laughs> yeah, man, uh, I've never seen Houston get hit with a hurricane like that. I've been in several hurricanes in Houston, and yeah. you know, two days is through. Uh, this one, oh man, it was like Chinese water torture, bro. It was like it never stopped raining. Like I didn't know what to do. It was like like the whole city got waterboarded. Yeah, you know, like yeah, like I never had cabin fever so bad until this shit happened. So how long? How long were you stuck? Uh, about. Five days. Woo! Luckily, we had everything we needed. You know, the yeah. lights stayed on. You know, but uh, bro, it was rough. It's just, it's just hard to get out the neighborhood. It, like it was flooded. And flooded, the like bro, like it came up to the mid part of my tire, and that Ooh, was, man. you know, I, in my yeah, your truck sits up. up. Yeah, yeah, and it's on the incline. Ooh. So that tells you how deep the streets were. Yeah, so it didn't get to the house. Though. Nah, being lucky, say, you know, some some water seeped in, but you yeah. Know, and then, you know, the holes in the roof and stuff. Other yep. than that, we were good. Yeah. Lights flicking on and off. Just couldn't go anywhere. Couldn't though. do nothing, bro. You could own, and, but the thing is, music saved my soul. And all the movies <laughs> that I have downloaded. Right. That, hey, that was my only saving grace. And a lot, a lot of marijuana. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I had to kept, I had to self medicate people, so uh, it was it was a trying time. It was, dude, traumatic actually. Yeah, like, you know, uh, over there by my house, there's a uh, Adobe style. Uh, it looked like an apartment, but the projects. So mm-hmm. you know, they're real, they built real shoddy and shit. Right. Well, you drive by and it looked like a torpedo blasted through 
one side of the wall all the way through. Like you could go look. The water people, pushed through it. The water pushed Ooh. through it. This is where the lady was found on the gate a couple of days later. Oh, okay. Yeah. Told me um, she's in such bad shape. And I'm trying to move, remove her. She was coming to pieces, bro. Ah, so, yeah, that water, man. That water can do a lot of things, solid or in liquid form. Yeah, it is a force. Yeah, like, Damien, it's so surreal just looking at it. It looks like somebody. I think it'd be funny, but like if you just see Raul Kent or Raul Kent or something, yeah. Oh, you Kent! Yeah, yeah. That's what uh, Remix was downtown a couple days after, and he was over there by the spaghetti warehouse, and the water had pushed like a 15 foot wide hole through the building just like damn when water wants to get where it wants to go man it's going to get there yeah. um, dude that I work with said that he, he lives out there on the northeast side and he said his house actually there was so much water that his house actually shifted yeah. you know, like two feet yeah like I that's water son well, you heard that they said so much water had landed on Houston it pushed it down further into the ground two centimeters it literally pushed Houston damn. Down yep. 967 trillion gallons, yes. And compared to Katrina, that was just like a yeah, Katrina's a, a teardrop, right? Yeah, it's, it's basically something like if you took if you have a cube and you made that cube three miles by three miles, three miles wide, three miles long, three miles high, that's how much water fell on Houston. Continuously, yeah. continuously, bro. People who have not lived through a continuous rainfall like a monsoon, I can see yeah. why I, I was alone. Cause I've been making babies. I've been like, oh, we gonna be strong. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> ain't nothing else to do. Screw and sleep and eat. Yeah, cause it's either gonna, it's you either gonna make babies or it's gonna drive you crazy. Cause I kept hearing that rain hit mm. my roof. Yeah, and I was just like, oh my god. Can you please stop? And it was like yeah, every please. kind of rain. Every kind. Every it kind was of... hard, soft, <laughs> you know, the, lightly the fake out drops. It's just that, that Cats, shit Cats, dogs, hamsters, and turtles. I was, I was trying to, <laughs> I tried to sleep through as much of it as I could, but I had to get up every so often and put, mm -hmm. put gas in that generator, man. I had my, I'm kind of weird. I had my, I had a plan laid out. You know, you can download certain shows from Netflix onto your, your devices and watch them mm. offline. So I was like, let me download some stuff that I want to catch up on. I downloaded um, the Ozarks. Because people have been talking about that. Oh, yeah? I, it was so overhyped. I was okay. really expecting more. Well, my thing is, I, because uh, there's, what, 10 episodes? Yeah. I downloaded all 10 of them except for episode three. So I watched the first two and I was like, can't I can't really skip three uh, yeah, yeah. four so I, I kind of lucked out I was like yeah I'm just gonna have to stop and people are like why don't you just go back just finish it go back and watch three I was like I nah, can't do that that's out right. of order why, yeah. why would you do that so that yeah that messed that up and uh after one after like a day and a half of not being able to go anywhere man, I was just like I don't care anymore I just need to do something if I drown I drown Right, it's cabin fever is no Man. joke. No, it's not. I can only imagine how it feels up north when it snows and have a blizzard. At least, <laughs> at least, at least though, when it stops snowing, you can walk through the snow. That's true. You could actually right. shovel the snow out the way. Water, you can't do anything with water but wait. Yeah. Like, just think about that, man. Yeah. It would have been better if 
if the water in your street froze and you were able just like to ice skate or something like that. Right, like, right. But it, when it's just there, you're just like, well. Dude, I buy you over flooded and I never knew we had so many fucking snapper turtles in my life. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Bro. Yeah. You just see these fucking little dinosaur looking motherfuckers. Like, what the fuck is this shit? Snapping turtle invasion. Like, everybody's seeking high lane, man. Hey, yeah. and I told my homeboy, she was like, yeah, you know, people die going saving the animals. I'm like, name one animal you've seen dead. I'll <laughs> right. wait. They're right. better than we are. <laughs> they they know how to jump ship faster than we do, bro. They yeah. instinctively, they know, oh, shit finna go down. We got it. Yeah, they're one with nature. Uh, they have a, a keen sense about that's connected to the weather that we don't have as yeah. well. Cause we can only like detect it through, you know. The Doppler two thousand. The Doppler, <laughs> whatever. But at least you didn't run into an alligator. Oh yeah, I, heard. I, had a, I had a former coworker of mine. She was, uh, I think up near, near Katy Cypress area. Mm. And uh, right after, right after uh, the hurricane, she was in a car kind of doing what we all kind of did trying to ride around to see what was yeah what was available accessible and on her facebook page she took a picture of an alligator at her door perched her, her up car door at her car door like like, like looking in the window like, like like can i get a ride like yo Is this my uber Give me a ride. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a ride, or I'm gonna do a drive-by. It was like, wow. like literally, like in Cyprus. It was like near yeah. the Kyper, uh, Katy Cypress area. So, <laughs> dude, like, and did you hear? Did y'all hear about the uh, supposed? I don't know how true this is, but how, the alligator park where certain alligators had escaped. I think it was uh, somebody just overhyping certain things that was going on. I, I do know this. I know Brazos Bend State Park has a bunch of alligators, and if it if it flooded out there, mm -hmm. them yeah. fools probably they had a few there. They like, man, we got we got <laughs> spots to go to now, man. <laughs> like they don't know anything. They just like, man, we just, shit is cool out here. Yeah, you yeah. Know, <laughs> they they be on, like the Brazos Bend alligators. They they they. Like they're literally out on the trail with you when you walk. I remember going as a Boy Scout, and they were like, "Hey, we're gonna take a night hike." Um, now, when you flash your flashlight, you see something glowing. It's, it's uh, probably alligator eyes. Just stay on the trail, and uh, just don't start darting off in any direction. You'll be okay. Man, I saw great things to tell saw, the kids. I, I saw the eyes. I was like, mm -mm, "I'm going back." We went out there like during the day the next day and when you look out there was just like hundreds of alligators just all over the place i'm like you wanted us to walk out there with this oh, at night that's mine were were these no were, it was, we were all black it we was all, all really we were all black oh yeah, yeah we were all black that's kind of weird yeah well, well, like, oh yeah you're otherwise it would have been like like a ritual sacrifice well, yeah. or something well you were like in florida or something huh yeah florida no it's uh brazos is like over in fort Bend. oh brazos okay Cause you know in Florida, it would just call you gator bait, like they always do black no, people no. out there. See, That's... I don't, I don't do Florida. Yeah, yeah Florida was crazy. Bait. I read that book. <laughs> <laughs> Damn! Shout out to Florida going through Hurricane Irma. Yeah, right see, now. I don't, some people don't deserve it. Hope George Zimmerman stayed behind. I hope he did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I could have got, you know, you know, he, you know, he's gonna be all right. The evil don't die, man. Evil don't die. Yeah, because he, right. he didn't beat it about a hundred times already. A hundred times, man. Yeah. And he's still out here kicking. Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, we are going to take our first music break. 
and then we will be right back with you guys with from Houston with love. Shama Lama Lama Ding Dong. <laughs> Ricky. <laughs> Making moves, I'm making moves, I'm making moves like I can't lose. Man, fuck a snows, it's nothing new. Oh, probably lit up with your bow. Yeah, she wanna tell with the crew. Yeah, come and kick it like I'm full. Yeah, Lord, that's all I ever do. Whoa, she gon' blow me like a float. Then it's back to the low. Whoa, all I make is money moves. Yeah, I need a hundred and blow. Yeah, I ain't got nothing to prove. Yeah, feel like bitchin' with the jokes. No simply, don't tempt me. Bitch, I'm Gucci, that's a Fendi. Bad boy, no biggie. Bout to take over the city. I'm to do same. We lit I don't know niggas a penny But the game on me plenty And it's the way that I fail Young and running in the fail I ain't talking in the fail I can get you it for real So it's best to be still Close your mouth to keep a trail All shit can get ill Had the walls at your heels You don't want shit to get real Then it's best if you chill I ain't your running to make it Nothing Cleanliness is next to godly, probably somewhere you 
never seen or will. Do a dual personality. Don or will. Fun like chill. Grills like crash and grill. Got these flows on smash with the mass appeal. Short bio, words I live and die by though. Music down, lights out, I'ma drive by slow. Eyes up, wise up, man, I'm aiming at ya. Unassuming, he a killer, but that ain't the statue. Business booming, bitches brew, and the playground rapper, the sharper image when I make y'all boys just flatter but not polished. All that you say, you're not polished. Top five, Brooklyn Addy, track five, don't pop. I'm on the student post, the world is my block. Tarmac, backseat, for the land and docks. Yo, I like thighs chocolate, lips full, hair curly If that's not you, we could still get all flirty It's just only standard I'm used to is QWERTY I might wander out in Paris with Tiana And my partner wanna know when the tour starts March, May, July, and then the fourth part When I return, here's racks for the supper Then I'ma hang you off of my neck like Usher White labels, slim cases, my spaces Scion socks, flip cams, and cross trainers Now it's all streams, your brand to make favorites I'm on some day one shit, like I never done shit in the rental compact, playing B young shit. Trying to get this bread daily with the few I run with. Fake it till I made it, now we'll make it till we fake it. Peace to Ilias's brother, thank God and his grace. I'm basically post. The world is my block. Tarmac, backseat, for the land and docks.
Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back uh, from our musical break. Hope you enjoyed what you just heard. Like I said, we only bring the finest. We only play the hits for you. Um, so yeah, we are finally on our, well, we, we did our 10th episode last week. I'm only going to halfway count it because one of us wasn't here. Thank you. But uh, <laughs> It's called this 10.0. <laughs> Two. Two, yeah. <laughs> Two. Uh, but I did want to, uh, I wanted to go back to what we were going to try to discuss a couple weeks ago. Um, even though times have changed and the, the national conversation has shifted somewhat, there are some things that still don't go away. And uh, Can we list those things? Um, first and foremost on that list for me is, is racism. Because um, oh, it, yeah. uh, we, we had a, we had a brief, we had a brief break from it. With, with the whole hurricane thing, we yeah. we saw Houstonians coming together and showing their best side and putting their best foot forward. It was like we are the world. Yeah, it was like yeah. we are the world. Um, but you know, us Texans are like that genuinely. You know what I'm saying? No matter what the world does, we always march to the beat of our own drum. You know, when it comes to helping other Texans out. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's you know, I think we're genuinely good people, but we also know that it's just a matter of time. Yeah. Before certain things come back around, so I wanted to kind of, I don't know, just have a little, just have a little discussion about things that we've experienced, and uh, to kind of put things into perspective. Can anyone here remember the first, the first time that you came in contact with racism or had a racist experience? I had my first. I can tell you when I got my racist card pop. Uh, I had to be. It had to be 1988. Just moved from Fifth Ward to the suburbs of North Shore. Mm. And uh, everybody knows I'm, I'm, I'm a country kid. I like science. I like animals and shit. So I was a big-ass Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle fan. Animals so, and shit. <laughs> <laughs> so it was one Saturday morning. I had my little bucket and pail. My uncle went running. My uncle's four years older than me. No, five. No, six. My bad. He's six years older than me. He's like your cousin uncle. No, it was my mom's little brother. <laughs> so he's in high school at the time. Me, I'm in middle school. Haven't really met anybody in my class because it's summertime. Just moved out there. Uh, so I decided to go to the neighboring bayou. Had all these turtles and minnows and shit. And I didn't think nothing of it, you know. So my feet, you know, my feet, but my shoes got muddy. Was, I didn't realize the mud was so deep, it was almost like quicksand. Mm. And so, but if you move closer towards the middle of the bayou, it was water and you had to deal with water moccasins and shit yeah. like that. So, I freaked out and panicked because my shoes got stuck. And I couldn't climb up the cement embankment because I'm covered in mud. <laughs> so, I'm literally panicking. It's hot, it's summer. I hear some people like talking, I smell barbecue. I'm praying to God they're black. It wasn't. <laughs> so, I'm crying my eyes out. I'm a little dude. I'm, I'm wimpy. I'm skinny as hell. And uh, there was three white girls. They're like, are you stuck? And I'm like, yeah, I'm stuck. And they're like, oh, my God. Someone just go help them. So, they went to the backyard, and they got some white guys. They all had to be like 15, 16. And how old were you last time? I was like probably 12. Okay. Yeah. And um, yep. you know what's going to happen. Yeah. So uh, dude was like, oh, you want to, hey, I bet if we get a watermelon and put it out here, he could come up. 
Yo! yo. <laughs> so, yo, they're dissing the shit out of me. And the girls are like, shut up. And they're like, stop being like that to him. Yo. So one of the dudes like, I got to piss. So they try to pee on me. So I go back into the other tunnel, and I'm chilling. And to the, so they started throwing rocks. So at this time, I'm like, fuck it. Shoes muddy. I've been here for probably an hour or so. So you hooked up now. I hooked up. No, I didn't go and I, I wasn't gonna go and fight. No. They, I was, I'd been outnumbered. Then I was, you know, I'm from Fifth Ward, but yeah, I ain't yeah, stupid. Yeah, yeah. You know, I know, I know, like count your losses. <laughs> yeah, you can't yeah, fight yeah, all yeah, of yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. So, my, my uncle was, uh, happened to be home by the time I get home. So I actually swallowed my my pride and walked barefooted through that nasty ass water. Cut some gashes all on my feet because it was broken bottles and stuff going on. You know, but fearful of getting beat up by the lynch mob, I walk home and I'm bleeding, I'm wet, and I'm stinking, I'm smelling like turtle shit. Yeah. And uh, my uncle like, what happened? And I told him, and he called his boys, and they went over there. And when I tell you them dudes, all that tough talk they were talking, none of them want to come to the door. My uncle and I were trying to go in these white folks' houses. And one of my buddy's boy was like, you can get shot through that shit right here. Let's not do that. So that was probably my first experience with, because, you know, I never had a white person even tell me anything other than good morning. You know, my grandmother worked for white people, and I remember going to work with her, and the kids said, like, hey, aren't your mama on the pancake box? And she was like, no, aunt isn't yours. Yeah. So, right. I guess that's my first racist experience. It's like, man, it's just, it's just so. But it's crazy to see how they just, and, it, and that was a certain number of years ago. Yeah, you know, that was probably twenty or so years ago. That's the eighties, thirty. And it's it's amazing how they've always been so open. Like when they, when when certain people outnumber you. And they know that they have a physical advantage. How comfortable they are with doing that shit. If it was just one on one, it ain't happening. Oh, let me help you out, bro. All right. Let's catch this fade. I don't even cut hair. <laughs> yeah. You remember your first one, Dero? Man, uh, my first one is like it's it's a lot. It's really a lot. Oh. But um, uh, I used to visit Oceanside, California with my grandmother to see her uh, sister and brother-in-law uh, in the 80s uh, a lot uh, back in the day and uh, I remember one particular trip we took to Oceanside uh, my my uh, aunt and uncle they had um, some new neighbors or whatever like I, I didn't know who the fuck they were I know that just they were new to me so they had a kid who's about the same age as me <clears throat> and long story short you know, we you know came kind of cool. Uh, he was a white kid. You know, can't remember his name. I couldn't tell you what his name was. Let's call him Billy. Okay, we call him Billy. Billy yeah. sounds about sounds about right. Yeah. Um, and so we played like my okay. So picture this: come from Fifth Ward, fly in the ocean side, and when you get to your aunt and uncle's house, you walk in. You know, Cali already feel breezy already when you get there. Yeah, yeah. The uh, soap smell different. The plants smell different. Everything just different. 
it's it's it's, it's real organic. You kinda, know what I'm saying? Kind of make you wonder how niggas be so upset. Yeah, why why y'all fight with palm yeah. trees in, in, the, in the ocean <laughs> right here? This is boggles the mind. So I, I you know I go through the house and I think this was like probably one of my first times since they moved there. They have a pool like so they have like a patio right. Mm-hmm. So you slide the patio door. The pool is right here, and then a basketball goal was like you go down some steps further down and then they had a basketball goal you know where you could play ball there so i'm yeah. like shit damn you sure we gotta leave you know i'm like shit can we stay like the whole summer like so you know i'm like in heaven there yeah so the new cat i meet billy you know he comes over and you know they had a tree house too like it was like movie shit damn. like wow. it was like john hughes like bruce's you know billions or some shit. it was like like Yo, 16 candles and Ferris Bueller all in one. If you had a treehouse back in the day, that was like Dog. that was like living on your own, man. That was like the lit. We had a treehouse, but it was on the ground. Oh ah. <laughs> shit! You had a yard house. <laughs> like, like I coronated that treehouse mine for that whole two weeks. You know what I'm saying? It might have been a week, two weeks, but I, I'll say week for uh, for a better story. So, so you know, Billy comes over. Real cold, and you know we all like laughing the same shit, playing ball, you know, went swimming, you know what I'm saying? Shit, yeah. I provide, I provided the pool and shit. Shit, you can go ahead, go ahead, take a dip. You know Some what I'm saying? Bill. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, as time, it, it came time for us to leave, and we're getting ready to, you know, days are winding down, get ready to head out. Billy was next door one day, um, and he had a group of friends with him. And these were, you know, they hadn't been around the whole time since I've been there, yeah. right? And of course group of friends were nothing but you know the other persuasion you know what i'm saying so it was like you know so i went to say like you know like you know you bright eyed and bushy tail you still innocent and shit you're like hey hey man hey billy hey caleb good good, good hey tyler you know what i'm saying like i'm about to head back head back fly out and he was like oh who are you you know what i'm saying it was like on some you know what i'm saying like like so you've been over here this whole time Dig ride. Playing. Dig ride. Of the accessories that I have provided for you to enjoy for this week. Now, was over dig ride. When Tyler and, and Caleb showed up. And then like, Tyler and Caleb showed up. I and then he kind of flipped the script, which prepared me for when I moved to Conroe my later high school years. <laughs> because in that, I witnessed two race race rides between students, of course, race rides. And it was like a Malcolm X. It was like one of those Malcolm X scenes where you glide through. Mm-hmm. Cause like the Spike Lee slide, the, the, yeah. the, the, yeah, the Spike Lee slide through yeah. that slow slide, that face. Because like, um, God blessed me to where nobody approached me and nobody tried to violate me at the same time. Cause it was like students fighting side to side. It started in the pep rally mm. and it fed in to the outside, fed in into the school and shit like that. So it was a lot of. Um, a lot of race racial tension between the students it wasn't you know like it was already amongst the, some of the administration yeah but it was mostly students against students you know what i'm saying yeah. so that's that was like my real first experience with uh with dealing with racism head on also uh last story i worked at outback after I finished, uh, this was in Conroe too. I worked at Outback right before I started going to Sam Houston, Sam Houston State University, right? Yep. And so one of the same classmates that I had down there, 
it was a group of guys that I knew, all white. I was like one of the, one of the two black guys that worked there. I was, you know, able to get a job for him at school, college, right? And so, in front of his friends, his name was Ross. I do remember his name. In front of his friends, he said, "Hey D, what's up, my nigga?" But not like my nigga. What's up, my nigga? What? He put the ER on it. I put my disc tray down. I said, hey, Ross, if you don't want to get your ass kicked in front of all your friends in here, I'm going to ask you to go ahead and step away right now. I have to get this money, but I'm going to tell you this right now. If you don't want to get your ass kicked, go ahead, step away. Don't talk to me for the rest of the night. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Because first, like I was, it was it was four other guys there who he said it in front of. If I would have been, if I would have been by myself, he wouldn't have said this shit. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So I've 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 had like I've had stories that all kind of that I remember from from the experience. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I remember my first time like it was yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> uh, eight years old. I, me and my mother and my sister went to Target over in the one that used to be over by Alameda Mall. He's mm. bougie. He meant to say Target. No, no, no. I, I'm, no, if I was really good, I'd be like Targets. Two <laughs> or Targets. But yeah, the old one that was over by Alameda Mall that they that they shut down. Um, old, old. I remember that. The, one. the old yeah, one. Yeah. yeah. The old one. Yeah. Um, and I remember, so I was eight at the time. I think my sister was like four and we were in the checkout lane. And I just remember in the checkout lane, there was this old bearded, you know, uh, duck dynasty looking dude who was in line behind us. And I, and I just remember him grumbling a lot about just like, just grumbling. I remember the cashier was black. And he was grumbling a lot. And I remember my mother just kind of looking back and cutting her eyes at him like he was saying some some fly shit. Yeah. Again, I'm eight years old. I don't, I don't really pay attention to it. So, no, actually, he's in front of us. I take that back. He's in front of us, and he's grumbling, grumbling. The cashier's rolling her eyes. My mother's rolling her eyes. So, you know, I asked my mom, Mama, 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 can I go over to the snack bar and get a hot dog or whatever? And she was like, yeah. So now I realized, like, she was like, yeah, go ahead and go over there so you don't have to be around to hear whatever this fool is saying. Because um, it turns out he was saying, like, some some real wild racist type shit. Like, you know, I don't I don't understand why they got niggers touching my money and blah, blah, blah. Like, he was saying stuff like that. Mm. So we went over to the snack bar. And I remember there was, there was, so, there was one person in front of us. Remember, we're kids. One person in front of us, there's a black lady behind there who's taking the orders. And then there's a guy named Mickey. I remember his name. Mickey had a jerry curl who was actually flipping the burgers behind it. So whenever the person in front of us ordered and I was about to step up, Duck Dynasty kind of came and like walked right in front of us. And the lady said, uh, excuse me, sir, these, these two kids were actually in, in line next. Well, I don't wait for no nigger. You know, oh, you know, if I want something, I want it now. Ain't no nigger gonna stand in front of me and make a white man wait for anything. I, 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 right. I remember this like mm. very clearly. Wow. And I remember Mickey on the grill looked up, and Mickey turned around. He was like, "What did this fool say?" And the lady said, "Mickey, Mickey, Mickey, just, just, just turn around. I got this. I got this." And and the dude was like, "Duck Dynasty was like, no, nah, Mickey, come on, Nikki, what, Mickey, what you gonna do? What you gonna do, nigger?" And 
bro, Mickey jumped over that counter. And by the but by the time he got over the counter, the security guard who was I guess was standing right there, like got between them like yo no sir talking to Doug Dynasty like sir yeah you have to leave you have to leave you can't be here. So are you telling me a white man can't speak his piece? That's what's wrong with niggers taking over this country and blah 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 blah. And remember I'm, I'm eight so me and my sister we just kind of standing there just confused like what's going on? And I just remember my my mother coming up behind us and she's like no nah, we got to go. Let's go. And then, like, on the ride home, she actually talked about, like, you know, there are some people in this world that just don't accept us for who we are. And, you know, unfortunately, you have to deal with that. But, you know, it's not the last time you got to deal with it. It's, it's the way that some people are. Welcome to the world, kids. Welcome to the world. And I remember I was in, I was actually about to go to third grade. And in third grade, I went to a Vanguard school. It was it was my first time going to like an integrated school because so I went to Law Elementary, which was basically all black, and then I went to Askew Elementary, which is Vanguard, and that's when I was around all types of people for the first time. Crazy part is though, as a kid, you don't really see race. Right. Like I'm eight years old. One of my best friends, his name was Dale. He was a little white kid with a shortcut. Excuse me. I had another friend. His name was Bert. He was an Asian kid, but I, I it, it wasn't. That nigga was Bert. Bert. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was that was his that was his name. Yeah, that was his name. <laughs> and you know, but I also had you know, of course, but like it was it was it was a pretty diverse group. But none of us knew what race was. We never understood that construct yet. And it wasn't, I think, probably until I got to middle school. When colors came out, <laughs> I am a nightmare yeah, walking. That I that I really that it really started to sink in. Like, okay, people were kind of wilding about this whole right this whole race thing. And uh, yeah, that was it. I remember eight years old, man. Duck Dynasty dude was just like straight up being wild in Target. And, and, and I, know my rides. I know my rides. I know my rides. Whatever rides you made it. My sister's my wife. <laughs> now all of us all of us have spent time in corporate America yeah. as well so we've had you know in our years we've experienced different levels of overt as well as covert well shit I got What's hired that? under the false guise of my name of my name uh, the auspices of your name <laughs> right <laughs> I walked in and uh, they were looking for Donald R. Thomas Jr. to be this and they pretty much said like whoa we were not expecting, <laughs> like, because these people come from New Orleans, and, you know they they speak mm-hmm. they speak from the, the heart first, right? Yeah. So uh, I moved the phone. They, they, I mean, he liked my resume. He told me, he like, hey, you ever did like office management? I'm like, I'm willing to try anything. I'll back down from anything. You know, everybody got them voices. Yeah. I call it a mask, and I wear mine for the corporate America. And I had them with the, the the really good phone communication skills because you know Chase. And all my other jobs at call centers, they told me, you know, take on that, you, you know, you can project right. what you want to project with your voice. Right. You know. You can shape shift with your voice. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. he told me, hey, wear what you want to wear, you know, uh, for an interview. He said, you don't have to come in no suit and tire, but no, hey, wear some jeans, a polo if you got. Like, shit. I tell a polo kid that <laughs> I had a polo hat, a green, a green polo hat, a green polo uh, shirt, 
from the new Summerline collection. Uh, costs about $150 a piece. I mean, for the whole pair, the unit, jeans. I'm G'd up, the moccasins. <laughs> Smelling good. I come in there like, Donald? And I'm like, yes, uh, okay, they're ready for you. I walk in the back and I see these two good old boys. Donald Thomas, Julian? Like with the question mark in their voice, <laughs> right? And I was like, "Yo, yeah, yeah, this is." I said this to you, and they were like, "Oh my god!" And of course, I felt like a newfound slave off the boat because one of the dudes <laughs> he gets up, shakes my hand, and grabs my arm like, "Oh my yeah. god, no, biceps!" Yeah, I wanted. To, I, I didn't know if I had to show my teeth next. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, let me let me check your teeth. Yeah, man. You mind taking off your like, shoes? Let me yeah. let me see what your arches look like. <laughs> Oh, man, look at it. It's about the biggest my forearm, Jeff. Uh, but anyway, that didn't happen. Uh, it was just weird. And um, I actually loved that company and, uh, until I got fired. But I uh, worked with them for almost eight years. So, you wow. know, and I got paid pretty handsomely. They had things called bonuses, something I was never aware of. What is that? <laughs> and, yeah, that was great. Shout out, shout out to the offshore company. Yeah, the one the one thing that I always get because a lot of my a lot of my jobs in the past have been client facing roles. Um, I mean, but even with the people I work with, because I'm a black dude of a certain size and build, the first thing like when people come, I, you know, I worked in banking, so when people come in, they want to discuss financial matters, right? Like. You just want to get in and get down to business and, and, and talk about what the business is. But there was so many times where, you know, the first thing that comes out of people's mouths are, you play football? Man! It's like, oh my God. You look like a lineman. Yeah, we, I mean, we could, we, we could use you on the, we can use you on the Texans right now. I mean, look at you, no. man. Your shoulders, man. You're just so, man, look at you. You, oh. you lift weights. Hey, you know what fucks them up when you tell them you don't watch sports? Oh, that fucks them up. I was like, nah, I, I said when I played football, I was 80 pounds lighter. I was, I was kind of skinny. Oh, okay. I mean, you just, you just look like, you look like you should be on the field and not here. I was like, oh, word? On the field. On the field or really in the massive? field? <laughs> massive, you think I could be on the field? Can I have some pie after? And, they, and it's wild because they don't see any problem with what they're saying. And, and, you it's know, because they're so natural in talking to one another about that shit. They're, they're happy to express wholeheartedly what they're feeling at the time, no matter. And, 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 it, and it's, it's amazing. It's amazing how sometimes you're so smart to where you're dumb, you're dumb and you don't even understand what you're dumb. saying at the time. Yeah. You know, I've, I've experienced it too, D. <laughs> I marched to the Civil Rights Party. I can imagine. I voted for Obama. You that's listen. Why, you listen to Tears for Fears. Oh, dude, yo, perfect example. <laughs> why shouldn't I? So, <laughs> me and my boy, you know, we were kicking a penguin, and that's my yes. other coworker, you know, getting baked. And he's Hispanic, so we were jamming to. I, I want to say it's, it's punk rock. It's like Slint, yeah. uh, you know, blonde redhead, Sonic You. And I have a, a unwound the pixies, you know, shit like that. Yeah. So I'm going, we're going to Burger King, and this girl, because Burger King had the, the dollar whoppers. I remember telling y'all about that. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. And I yeah. go into that story. So the dollar whoppers and stuff was still going on. So I would go every day, and it seemed like every day we would go by, and I'm always jamming something of that genre. Yeah. So one day she's like, I got to ask y'all something. Are y'all gay? Yo. Uh, what? Like, 
you see us up here every day you're getting these damn dollars. And she's like, yeah, because y'all just listen to that weird music, guitars and stuff. I say, listen, sweetheart. Sexuality and music has nothing to do with one another. Yo. And the fact that you're that comfortable, man, I need an apple pie. Right. That, that, was just, <laughs> that, that was so fucking right. offensive. I can either talk to your manager, you can hook me up with these apple pies. She, so. she hooked it up, but I was, I was like, you know, she was ratchet, so you could tell she didn't have no people skills. But that was just and, like and, you get you get judged off of. It's it's funny. It's it's funny because even in a workplace where, and we can talk for a corporate America setting, mm-hmm. even in a workplace. And when they say, I would have never like like when when you, when they find out not that you divulge any information, but when you, when they find out what you're into. Oh yeah. man! And it's like I never would have thought I that. I would have never guessed it. Why the fuck wouldn't you think that? Why? Why wouldn't you? I, think I never that? told you anything. I haven't yeah. given you anything for you to think anything otherwise. You I, know. I remember having a conversation <laughs> with someone. Wow. Um, I, actually, I remember butting into someone's conversation. One dude was talking to another, I think a woman or whatever that we used to work with about Creedence Clearwater Revival. Oh, word. I used to love CCR. <laughs> I was I'll like, oh, Yeah. <laughs> go ahead, go yeah. ahead. I see the bad moon rising. I was going song for song with them. They were like, Are you, are you kidding me? You know about CCR? I was like, Yeah, they're one of the best. You're a newfound Negro. They're one of the best ever. Yeah, I mean, so what else are you into, NWA? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Like, nah, don't, 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 don't get it twisted. I, right. I'm, you know, I will stereotype myself right, right in front. I'm not gonna let you get comfortable with it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Hey, but, but you know what? On a on a flip corner, that that same offshore company I'll tell you about. This is tall, beach blonde, six foot five, model looking dude that worked finance. Yeah. And he always quoted Rick Ross lyrics to me. Mm. And at the time, that's mm. when Rick Ross had just got exposed for being a CEO. And right, right, right. I was trying to hear shit Rick Ross was saying. So the dude was like, yo, I, I'm in the mail room. And he'll come in looking for his mail. He said, hey, man, you know Noriega? I said, who? He's like, he owed me a hundred favors. I'm like, bro, <laughs> let it go, Chad. Let it go. And his name was Chad, by the way. Oh, goodness. So Chad one day was like, yeah, man, I just got me a new whip, man. Check it. All the girls already on me. They're going to be even on my dick, even hard. And he did some pumping motion to the air. Like, <laughs> so I was like, it's like, when you come to work tomorrow morning, you're going to see. All right. So I come to work, and I'm thinking nothing about it. I'm blown as hell because I did that every day. Uh, pull up, and I hear, every day I'm hustling. Like, like what nigga is bumping this shit at seven in the morning? Right, being ignorant ain't nothing but white folks. Right, right. And they ain't playing the radio version. They playing the one with as, as you clutching your pearls. Cussing. I'm like, I'm, I'm trying to get the fuck out of the garage. So we yeah. don't think this shit is right. 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 His chat ass took the dudes out the sunroof. I said, you motherfucker, what? And, said, and, and nobody's gonna think anything of it. And he can, yeah, he can do it's those. cute. Oh, Chad. he's doing Chad. Chad. He's Come just on, being Chad. ridiculous. Wow, let me do that type of shit. Have y'all seen the? Uh, that's some funny shit. <laughs> have y'all have y'all seen the uh, the uh, hippie version? Well, the hippie style frolicky version of Move, bitch, get out the way. Yes, played on yeah. guitar. Yes, yeah. 
It made me feel away. It was like when that one when the one group, I can't think of the name right now, did Boys in the Hood. Because the boys in the hood are always hard. Yeah, yeah. It's like, hilarious. Y'all, y'all really trying to diffuse us like that, my dude? Um, what's, what's Crazy motherfucker name Ice Cube? Yeah. <laughs> I know that we've all probably seen a lot of things in that time. Mm-hmm. Can anyone think of like just the like the most wildly racist shit that you've ever seen in person? Oh, this shit is good. <laughs> most wild. Uh, it was uh, I think it was Senior Skip Day '95. Happened to go to Galveston with a bunch of the homies and shit, and a lot of other schools decide, hey, we're gonna be on Galveston. I think it was Surfside. Wherever you could drink it, Surfside or Crystal. Well, Surfside is a whole another beach. Well, holds another, was, yeah, we so, had to catch the ferry. So you're, you're probably on Crystal Beach or something. Okay, all right. So we're posted up, and I'll end up being Mr. Barbecue Band because it was one. Of, you know, you got one homeboy that can cook, but he be burning shit. So my homeboy was <laughs> like, "Man, don't know how, but he can cook way better than all y'all, man." So next thing I know, people got me cooking, and I'm collecting money. All right, so I kick a penguin, and I know this, this big monster trucks are just driving down the beach. I got a phone, and I got Confederate flags. On the beach itself? On the beach itself. Like, this half is chilling. They're parking, so it's like they're not looking for parking. They're just strolling the beach to see what they can see as well. Because, yeah. you know, North Shore had a good mix, diverse, mm-hmm. of blacks, whites, Mexicans kicking it. Uh, you know, we didn't grow a plexus, but we everybody playing rap. Anyway, you see this one monkey. And I say that in every racist term because it was a black dude with a shell toker on, with no shirt on. And he was hanging with these boys. Sheriff Clark. Hanging outside of the truck and they got Confederate flags here and there. Sheriff Clark, man. Oh, man. And out of five of those trucks, he was the only token. And so all the black people and even the white people were like, what the fuck is he doing? Like, don't he know he black? Like, that has to be one. It's just the guys. Just he was guys. in that sunken place, bro. And I was like, he, damn. He, he's the one that he's the one that that allows him to say nigga. Yeah. Oh, it's just the guys. Yeah. It's okay. Come on, man. They give him the they give him the white girl that nobody wants. <laughs> like, oh, we yeah. If they anything, they're gonna make more mongoloids. Yay. Wow. Yeah, and she got like a bunch of chromosomes fucked up already. Yeah, let me stop. You, you remember yours? That racist ride, man. That racist that ride. School. That- the the wildest shit that I've seen happened on the corporate level, and it was very it was very covert, but it was like I I, I could not believe that I that I was seeing what I was seeing. I can't believe it's not racism. Yeah, it, <laughs> it was it was just like it, that this particular incident introduced me to the world of coded language when it comes to like real high level type racism so back in 08 this was october 2008 about a week before the presidential election where barack obama was running against i guess it was mccain mccain or whoever um you know this was his first election i worked for a major bank uh one of the two largest banks in the country at the time and I worked as a financial advisor, and I, ha- I managed a, a portfolio of high net worth clients, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And the week before the election, or a couple weeks before, they, they told us to start rounding up our like top dollar investors, our, our highest net worth clients, because they wanted to set up a client appreciation 
um, lunch for them, which was kind of weird because usually when they do stuff like this, they'll do it around the holidays or, mm-hmm. you know, at the end of a fiscal year or something like that. It was just weird for them to do this in October. Yeah. So I didn't invite any of mine at the time. So I was like, I just don't care. I don't feel like smoozing and, and mingling, but I still had to go to the event to show up. Uh, there was a guy that I worked with. Uh, and I'd actually worked with him at a couple of jobs before. Good dude. You know, he's, he's a white guy. Mm-hmm. But he's one of those dudes that I, I've always been able to have very open conversations with. And before everything kind of started and everyone was settling in, we were... The, the two things I never talk about at work are religion and politics. But he was one of those dudes that I would kind of... I would kind of engage him in politics sometimes because he was... He, he was definitely, like... He definitely voted Republican. But he would always have very like open conversations about it he wasn't one of the ones who was like it's just everything they do or die he would always have criticisms of them as well so we would have open conversations about him and, and we were comfortable with it anyway so before everything started we were sitting around just kind of chatting because i hadn't seen him in a while and at some point in the conversation he goes so you, you know obama's gonna win right i was like mm. he's like you know He's like, you know, besides the fact that he's, you know, he's, he's the first African-American candidate on this level, and he's very likable. Like, there's, 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 I mean, I, there's no doubt in my mind that he's going to win uh, because he's black. Nobody's going to pass up the opportunity to let history happen. And, you know, inside, I knew he was right. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you ain't got to say it like that, man. That just, like, when you said it sounds, it sounds kind of jacked up. Yeah, so I was like, you know, but he's also, he also earned it, man. He's also a good politician. He's right. done things. However, that wasn't the most racist part of what happened today. That was just kind of a precursor, just kind of put me in the I'm like, okay, these folks will say anything when they feel comfortable with you. So whenever they settled in, the, the keynote speaker or whatever, who was the head of investments or whatever for this bank, like he was pretty high up there. He sat down, or he stood up, he welcomed everyone. You know, everyone sat down. He was like, thank you for coming. You guys are the top whatever percent of our clients here at the bank. And we welcome you here um, because we wanted to talk to you about something that all of you will find important. Mind you, we didn't get an agenda or anything beforehand. It was just client appreciation. And he was like, so what we're going to do is we're going to do a presentation now. And we're just going to kind of go over some things just to kind of put your minds at ease and whatnot. I'm thinking, like, what do they need their minds at ease for? The very first slide that came up said, what will most likely happen to your investments when Obama is elected president? Wow. Mind you, I'm one of maybe two black dudes in there. And... You know how it is when you when you're in a setting like that, you immediately know where all the black folks are. Right. So it's like when they when this slide came up, both of us and we're on opposite sides of the room. Both of us were kind of like the the look, like the yep. look from across the room, like yep. do you see this? What is what's about to happen with this? Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I want to know what's likely to happen and what y'all are talking about. Right. And um, you know, the, and the, the the speaker was like, you know, just to let you guys know, everything that's said in here, uh, it stays in here. This is, I mean, this is definitely not something that we're 
going public to the press about this is something exclusively for you right just to let you know what we project going forward with your portfolio and your investments right blah 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 and i'm like yo so they're straight up saying like don't let this leave the room <laughs> and and the presentation basically said well the way that he said it was you know because of his liberal uh, fiscal policies and blah 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 you can expect some volatility in the markets when he's initially voted in mind you the election hasn't happened yet the election is a week away but they already know this that he's going to win assumption. it's all eh, it's assumption you know sometimes you know so people can say it's the fix like they you know of course things don't happen by accident i mean of course but and it was like a 45 minute presentation on it kept saying like because of his liberal fiscal policies this can happen this can happen and this can happen right right and at one point they were like so you know um when he's elected people some people are probably going to have a knee-jerk reaction to the realization that we have um a new kind of president right new kind, new kind. This, this yeah and this might determine um this might this might provoke emotional investing and we just emotional investing yes i got you i was like yo <laughs> i am sitting around some wild coded language so this is how they talk yes when they don't want to get caught yes and then it was like it was just weird because like at the end of it and everyone was kind of shaking hands leaving or whatever you know how you know how white dudes do that you know when, when black folks see each other they do that up not like what's up mm-hmm. and when white when white dudes see you they kind of do that thing with their lips tighten up like like Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. bro. It was like every single one that passed by me. They just kind of had that shrug of that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. What well, like, we all know that? Yeah, yeah. I was just like, this is amazing that I just sat through this. And at the end of it, the the dude that I worked with, he was like, he even he even kind of walked over, shaking his head like, yo, that was intense. I was like, yeah, you damn right, it was intense. But he was like, yeah, at least 10 of my clients have already told me they, they're going to call me tomorrow. <coughs> Bless, Bless you. And they, they want to talk about, you know, like what they, they want to have, like a one on one conversation with me about what's really going to happen. So. And I said, so, oh, I said, so. oh, I said, so they want to take that talk <laughs> offline. They want to talk like they really want to talk. He was like, yeah, I'm, I'm not looking forward that to that fucking baboon bomber. <laughs> And I was like, this is this is how it is. But it prepared me for his entire presidency and the amount of resistance. Um, I actually, that that presentation was on a Tuesday. I got laid off that Friday. So I, I wasn't around to see the um, the reaction. The signs. From the client base. But the I, signs. I, just, I already know, man. I was just like, this is wild. There's, there's, there's a whole different level of coded language that you and I are not even privy to. Yep. That since the beginning of time. Since the man. beginning of T I M E. God damn. Mm-hmm. And with that, we're going to go into our next music break. Yeah. And we will be right back with From Houston. With love. Secret Society. Trying, trying to keep, keep the eye on me. Jesus, cut Jiminy. More or less. 
Young reckless where adolescents lay out on stretches. That was a message we were shown. At early age, yeah, we was toned. You want it and I want in. You got three, then we got four. Yeah, that homework never made it home. But street smarts was evident. Down in them wet alleys instead of pep rallies and letterments. Jackets that was packed with that black metal strap up in that sack. Never know who's friend or foe who got your back. Black. Yeah, they up out of that slump, man. Where niggas get jumped for jump, man. Yeah, broken on no father, slums and the slaughters From hell to holy water, on my forehead at the altar Cause you know what they living like, so I even bother Cause you know they ain't living right, they out here feeling hopeless They might never leave the bottom, just some little niggas Out here facing grown man problems, too big homie Pull, pull up, pull, pull up, up in that whip Say I throw y'all a few bucks, just ride around with me real quick I know what that mean, pull up to the scene with a wild crew surround dude Screaming this is what it comes down to What it comes down to You in the center with gladiators around you Can't identify the body how they found you It's gonna take more than a stove pipe and a houndstooth And a Dr. Watson When I hit your ass with some hot ones Courtesy of the shotgun Real nigga, you not one Trill niggas, you got none Leave your insides on the floor, now you outdone Son I'ma tell you like your daddy would Don't play around with this boy gripping caddy wood Don't try your luck if I roll through duck Cause the shells on sale, more bang for the buck Fuck, no talk, I won't war with you Niggas say he won't beef, let's have a barbecue And I'ma give him a two-piece and a biscuit Then we put the ox to his tail and cut his ass to the brisket, bitch
hate me, it won't break me. Don't respect what you build and your foundation shaky. Outfit ain't worth a penny and that's words of JC. So go ahead and retell them lies. How your man got butter and how he sell the pies. Keep talking, nigga. Yeah, detail the prize. I need to see dope for the biscuit. He swell and rise. Bang. Like a Maury Dame, the story changed. Niggas was big shots to Robert Ori Kane. Now they Corey Haynes. Look, nigga, either you gon' shit or get off the pot. It seems poorly trained. Captain Fat Sparrow, I'm running a tight ship. 25-8, ain't no day or no night shift. I want a pretty girl with a mouth just like a vice grip. You ain't never seen two fat niggas like this. What up? And light a candle. God keep you just enough for you to handle. I understand, though. Niggas tryna put a trophy on a mantle. And light a candle. God give you just enough for you to handle. I understand though, niggas need role models as a sample. Red and brown on Fred Krueger Grab sweaters, flows cold for bad weather Stormy eyes, glazed over line I'm Eisenbrine, the illusionist Smoke and mirror shine, beat chop like loppers Spitting time after time Ask Cindy, being trendy is not me Try to preach the practice, spat this on GP General purpose, where you wanna be Can join me, take you there Like online searches On the canvas brushes The crowd hushes, the man's at work His hard hats and sack lunches I crash dinners and brunches, spike party punches. Time to give it back like the Notre Dame hunches. Popcorn ready with nuts like crunching munches. Achilles Hill rap, the coaches on crutches. No help, pay your own way like the Dutchess. It's mustard, gas, blast. Blow the whole team up, cause your heat is weak like Shaq and Flash. My man, I'm on fire. They on fire. We on fire. We on fire. We on fire, we on fire, yo, we on fire, yo, we on fire, yo, we on fire, we on fire like prior, Richard who I write like, write like, the native sun, hotter than a blazing one, got on all native tongue, tied to my low end, theory when I flow inside of your open ear like a Q-tip with instinct, music and math, we travel up path to hit them with rhythm. Can you give him some of that cut like cars with the blades on a fade? We amaze like Frankie B, sounding so heavenly. Help him see the light as we ride through the dark till we spark through the limit or the wire. Put them hands up higher if you got them, flick your lighters. Till the roof fills the flames like Marie Tina James. Rick with desire, hit a writer, cold blooded street song. But this track that we own, that we own, keep it blazing till it's blown, till it's blown, till we gone, we on. We on fire. We on fire, we on fire, we on fire, we 
are definitely we on, on fire. fire. Literally speaking, we on fire. My AC is out right Yo, now. We on fire. It's kind of hot. We on fire. I gotta do this in one take. Get out of here. We on fire. Yeah. Uh, it's the last second edition. Uh, when most careers don't make it past the second edition. No. Once upon a time, I had a premonition that I was head of the class, the highest of recognition. Yes. Fishing for compliments, you putting out the wrong bait. Mission not accomplished, but it's been a long wait. What I touch turns to gold, or Midas, what I cut burns your soul, so it's a We allow a common goal to unite us, and it starts with a spark that lies deep inside us. So if you absolutely must incite us, then you ought to know it won't take a lot of heat to ignite this. Don't try to match the difficulty of PR. Graduated from Miracle B. Lamar. K O T I X. Yes, we are. Down with H I S G. Leaving you all in awe. Well, it just happens to be exactly what I'm looking for. I'm, uh, I'm outlining a new writing project, and uh, five months of peace is just what I want. Very good, Jack. Because uh, for some people, uh, solitude and isolation of itself become a problem. Not for me. Welcome black, welcome black, welcome black. Three times just like they used to be in church back in the days, you know what I'm saying? Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Sister Elizabeth. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, man, uh, just it's been a good time, man, being back here, man, being with the fellas, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, we were all somber last week, man. It was oh, just, man. It was a sad it show. It was a sad, sad show. show. Y'all know I don't do sad. That would have. Yeah, it was terrible. But we man. were also tired, man. It was, yeah, it was exhausting. I still don't know what today is. Yeah. I have no sense of time. Man, I think deep. this has made me even more of a slacker at work. Mm-hmm. Oh, Just yeah. going through the hurricane. I'm trying. I've been trying to fight through it, and then since I'm uh, I'm working from home, it's like making it even harder. So it's like, you know, do I scratch my balls and get this cereal and just sit and chill, or do I actually do some work? Sometimes the cereal wins, but Say, man, know, a lot of times the cereal will win for me. Milk now, baby, milk now. So right now we're gonna are we gonna take it to a to a fan favorite segment that we've been missing. Yeah, since you're back, I am back. Uh, Damn it, love Jonesies. All right, so. all right, people. Uh, <laughs> this is the. Uh, Tenth official tenth installment of a uh, is it yeah it is Jones it's it's it'll be my tenth we'll you're, you're right remember you're this sure is right. the remix edition this is the post Harvey you know post Steve Harvey so the questions come in even though even though we're still flooded out huh? yeah man I hope a lot of babies got made I hope a lot of clubs got shot up I don't know man I just as long as y'all don't y'all don't invite me to any gender reveal parties yeah, y'all, y'all can do what y'all want to do man. 
man. Fuck this shit. I don't, I don't want to know. I don't <laughs> like. I, I, I got, hold up. I, you're not even supposed to be. Remember, I think everybody said it's like what 30 or 40, 50 something genders now. We can't assume that baby's gender. How dare <laughs> we do that shit? Right. Yeah. You can't. You can't assume that kids' gender until they determine what right. they are. You know, like uh, Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. They just made one of their kids gay. Like, hey, look, you're, you're gonna, gonna be a boy. It. You're gonna wear. It, you're gonna be a boy. You're gonna wear. We got it. enough pretty little girls right here. Here's a boy. I just want to know what's the fallout for not going to a gender reveal party. Like, you're not going to tell me what your kid is, ever? So you, you know, our child. Well, you know? What was it? What would I get for him? Well, just buy him some toys. Is this a boy? Nope. Yeah. It's, it's a girl. I mean, I can't tell you because you didn't come to the party. I'm like, but your kid is like six. She's binary. Oh, man. <laughs> like, well, I mean, I, I, it yeah. looks like a boy. Well, you can't, you can't assume that trans- if I didn't tell you that. <laughs> She's transgender. <laughs> now, if you retroactively give me a gift for the gender reveal party, I will tell you what my child Buy is. Buy unisex. Stay in a safe zone. You know, etch a sketch or something. But I understand we have some questions then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we do. We get off on a tangent. Man, okay, so... The people have been waiting for you to get back, man. I know you've been fighting bears, saving kids <laughs> from alligators and whatnot. All heroes don't wear capes. You know, <laughs> you know. Um, Sometimes but, they wear a polo. <laughs> right? Hey, <laughs> heroes like... always wear a polo. Lolo. Um, well, we're gonna, gonna get into the questions, man. This is an interesting uh, group of questions, might I add. First one uh, comes from uh, John X. I don't know his name. I just named him that. Uh, it says, no, I'll say Jane X because it's a woman. It says, why do men have fragile masculinity? Why they, why, 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 why do they feel so, so broken with their masculineness? Well, a lot of men, I believe, are um, raised by females, and you know, sometimes it was hard to have that. Male role model, you know, the tell them, hey, you don't need to do that, young blood. Where are their fathers? You know, where are your fathers? You know, because I, I've seen that, you know, and I, I got friends of mine that were raised by women and friends of mine who had a male role model or something. And the way that they treat women when it's an argument shows a lot about them. not to pass judgment, but the ones that are they were raised by the females, they're more emotional, get into their feelings. Yep. Say the wildest shit <laughs> You know what I'm saying <laughs> Compared to the ones that had Like fathers around But it depends on how their dads were You know right. what I'm saying So uh, I don't know man uh, That's a case by case study right there But Yeah and I think masculinity When they talk about fragile masculinity Sometimes I, I've just seen I've, I've seen instances With friends of mine Where uh, a woman has challenged their masculinity simply because he didn't abide by what they wanted him to do, right? And, and got upset about it. Like sometimes, if you get challenged, you're like, "No, nah, I'm not doing that." Blah blah blah. You get into an argument, like, "Why are you being so sensitive? Why are you being so fragile?" Like, because you're asking me to do dumb shit. Yeah, you know I thought sensitivity was cool until I cried in front yeah. of my girl one time, and she gave me the business over that shit. But I will say, a lot of these millennial gentlemen. Are of a, nice they, they, they are cut from a different cloth than They're some special. of us. You know, I, I don't know how many push-ups they can do, but mm. I know they listen to a lot of XX Extension, and they take a lot of XXX too. And that stuff does something to your hormones, but that makes you real uh, mm. emotional. I mean, you can look it up. So yeah. does soy. Hey, so there's a lot of soy. Yeah, <laughs> and, 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 and you know, there are some 
some uh, females out there that can fuck up your mind sometimes. Yeah. Just depends. It, it's all a hodgepodge, gumbo pot of things. Yeah, it know. could be anything. It, you know, and maybe the dude just had a trip and watched waiting to excel too many times with his mother. Yo. Second question is uh, why do women still, and, and this is interesting because I, I don't dig this shit at all, but I'm, I'm going to detract and, and let you extend on this one. Why do women still insist on plastic surgery and booty shots? Oh, man. You know, <laughs> inquiring minds do want to know. Uh, I think it's a lot of self-esteem issues. Uh, everybody wants to be an Instagram model uh, with their booking information because they got like two abs showing. Uh, but to, the, the, the obsession, man, the, the thirst is there. It seems like everybody, yeah. from celebrities to amateurs to people you went to school with, you know what I'm saying? Man, you were shaped like a bag of nickels right yeah uh, now you know you can find with a behind and you know which is all cool to look at but i don't know if you ever touched one of those right but, but it don't feel real it it doesn't have that Nah, i can't say that i have touched one uh and yeah, i, and I sure refuse to yeah you know what i didn't even think about that question being aimed at you I want yeah to feel the stretch marks i want to feel that in your body yeah me too like i don't want that you know the tight like, it's you know it's, uh, tight or it's it like gets sitting stuck. on. <laughs> hey, you, you, ever, you ever sat in a new car with leather, leather seats, and you sit on it like oh it's, it's real tight. You gotta get comfortable. Yeah. That's how their bodies feel like. You be on top of them like damn. <laughs> what I do here? It's like yeah. I feel like every time I get off of you, I'm, I'm laying on a on a couch with plastic on a butt naked. Like I can hear our skin just uh, like it's adhesive between us, but. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. It's, it's just gross. I mean, to each, yeah, to each its own. <laughs> but it, it just, to me, it's just the the way that I've always felt, and, and I apologize if this comes across as surgery shaming, as as people call it nowadays. Damn, you uh, can't have nothing. You can't days. have Nathan. But my one of my issues, especially when people start getting overboard with plastic surgery, people when people get to like little Kim status, like you don't look better. You just look like you have plastic surgery. Right. And I, I just don't understand the appeal behind it. Like, you look like a, a ventriloquist dummy after a certain <laughs> amount of time. And I just, I don't understand beyond possible self-esteem issues why you feel comfortable looking that way. Like, when right. you can't move any part of your face. Little Kim was the hottest on that first album cover, man. And yeah, it, she was not bad looking at she all. She wasn't. And I'm like, I see why you get tossed up. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I wonder if she still has the monkey. But right. Probably not. I mean, all it, all it, she looks like a weird Chinese woman right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. So we got weird Chinese woman. All right. We got the last question, man. And this is a good one. I think uh, we should have some good answers on this one. Uh-oh. It says, would you allow your child to date someone like you? Why or why not? I would. <laughs> I would. And here's why. Uh, for the simple fact, I'm funny. Cool. I, I, I'm not just a loner. I'm also a people's person, you know, so I'm an introvert, extrovert. I just should say that, you know, uh, charismatic, I, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I like me. Uh, and if there were anything similar to that, I think I would like the kid. You know, I shoot from the hip, mm, take no shit. Yeah. Protect of the peace, you know. Uh, you know, uh, 
mean, who wouldn't want that? You know, I don't know anybody that would like just really sit up there and sit up and like, I'm just a shitty person. But nah, I open door for ladies and old people and kick puppy. I mean, <laughs> pet puppies and <laughs> hey man, <laughs> shit. So yeah, I would love that. I, I, I yeah, I definitely would. Um, I'm a square. So L seven. We don't do yeah, squares. I'm an L seven. Yeah. <laughs> so if, if if I had a if I had a daughter, I, I wouldn't have really anything to worry about. I feel like, and on the flip side of it, I I know how I am as a person. So I also know how to deal with someone like me. Right. If you know, I, I got a niece, and I know someday that you know she unfortunately might be interested in little boys. She already has a friend. Mm. You know, she had a friend in fifth grade last year. Wow. And I, you know, well, fifth grade. It, nah, I, I was, I was, yeah, I, I was looking yeah. a little dude up and down at graduation, like this is yeah. it. Oh, oh, you know. But uh, you know, it shook his hand real hard. I didn't shake his hand. I'm like, what's up, little man? I thought it was just what's up, little daddy. Nah, yeah, I was made his hand feel like I caught you, little daddy. Yeah. Y'all made me crush his hand. Crazy straws. So, <laughs> little man, like I'll, I'll be crying harder than your mama at your funeral if you heard her. I, <laughs> I think, I think. Uh, I was a stone cold gentleman from nine to fifteen. You used to bring a briefcase to school, some shit like that. No, I did not, but I thought about it. <laughs> <laughs> I watched Secret of My Success. I used to love yeah. that movie. Um, <laughs> I, from nine to fifteen, I was a gentleman. Then I met a couple of females that helped me learn the tricks of the trade into the game. Oh, what was this going? It's going where it's going. Like when you meet. Females that kind of shape your mind on how you need to handle things when you're young. Mm. You get, you know, you get to go through, well, certain young men go through crushes, have girls that they were, you know, liked a lot. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Some you, you, you have your first girlfriend, they call it puppy love. Where you hunt the pillow at night. You know, or, you know, you, you think, you think, <laughs> you know, you think kissing is something. You know what I'm saying? But then you find that one where she runs you for a loop that you've never experienced before, which kind of trains your mind in order to, in order to handle those going forward, mm, getting played yeah, over or whatever, yeah, whatever. Yeah. So I'll say from 16 to 23, no. <laughs> I'm, I, you know, and I'm not saying that as a personality yeah. flaw, because I'm yeah. a good dude. You are. By nature, I'm a good dude. But for the game, and for the game's sake, at that time, yeah. I was <laughs> I was Randy Beast, Macho Man, Savage Mode. <laughs> oh yeah! And, and, and it was only because it was only because of uh, you know you have those when when you you're, you're figuring stuff out and you have things in your mind where you think is right and you think you know somebody plays you or you think you know somebody took you for granted. You're being and reactive. You, and you react, but you react. And you think the reactive mode is the the right mode? Yeah. Twenty five to now, grown me, for sure. I'm your man, hundred grand and all. You know what I'm saying? So I would, I would, I would, I would love. Don't call my, if you're trying to give them blue balls. You know, not, 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 I wouldn't tell my daughter that, but I would say, <laughs> I, you know, you know, I would feel comfortable with with the, with my daughter if she uh, met somebody like me that was mature knew what they wanted and you know what I'm saying you know had your back all of that loyal loyal and all of that you know what I'm saying somewhat to a flaw well yeah uh, to piggyback on that I'm I mean I got two little sisters that I'm help, like helping raise so they're like my daughter so 
I'm gonna I'm teaching them to be dependent on their mom. They they're gonna know how to defend themselves, to take care of themselves. Yeah. And and I mean they're gonna be better than this. I'm a new independent woman. I'm like, yeah, they're gonna know how to fix tires. I mean they shouldn't have to call me for shit. Let's right. die yeah. emergency. Yeah, right. I want I want them to be thinking for themselves and not thinking of, oh, I'm a woman, I'm defenseless, I need this type of person to protect me, I need these dudes. I'm the only, Ooh. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I spoil them right now so they already know what it's like to be loved by a man. So yeah. it's mm-hmm. nothing that they're going to be yearning for when they get out there of age and want to, you know, pop it for a, a Tootsie Roll or right. a Jack in the Box cheesecake because <laughs> I was a dog. Ah, man, girls used to run away from home and I had a friend whose parents only had like one parent. And I introduced him. They said, no, the girl was living in that dude's closet. He was smashing on the low. So, yeah, we've done a whole bunch of stuff. And I was like, not we, not speaking French, but. Right, right, right. You know, right, she needed right. a place to stay in. He was the only place person I could think of. I didn't know he was going to be. Dang. I mean, I knew he was going to probably, but I didn't know he was hulling her like that. Yeah. <laughs> stayed that boy closet for like almost two months. In the closet. In the closet. Went to school and everything. In the closet. In the closet. His mom was never home. First R. Kelly, boy. Man, for real. His mom worked for NASA. <laughs> oh, really? So, she, you know, she was the only child. He lived down the street. So, it was like, Damn. yeah, we were a beast. That's scary. That's, uh, that's, 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 that's some deep stuff, Damn. man. That's why I don't want kids. That's why I pulled out all the time. I feel you. Well, yeah. yeah. That was the, uh, <laughs> that was a long awaited return. Yes. Of the Love Jones. Good questions, segment. Too. Yeah, Good excellent questions, questions man. Yeah, man. And where can they submit those questions? Uh, MyFolksOnlySon at gmail.com. That's MyFolksOnlySon at gmail.com. Yes, I've made that transition. It's official. I have the Gmail because I am a gangster. I'm a That's G right. capital. But not nah, capital G when you do that Gmail. Let's be for real. It's lowercase. But uh, submit those <laughs> questions, man. Um, more than one. I don't yeah. care. I mean, give it, give it to me. Give them, give them the real and the raw. Yeah, pause. You know what I'm saying? All right. Welcome to the fam. Well, we're going to take our final music break, and then we'll be right back with, from Houston, with love. Take a pow.
You fell to earth, yeah, for what it's worth, yeah. I put in work, yeah, but you wasn't paying attention. Told me everything about you, but still, you failed to mention that you came from another place, a space and dimension. Alien lover, graceful Alvin, alien brother. From another world who was raised with all the pains of your mother. Had an accent, so I assume that you came from the southern portion of the U.S. states. But hold up, wait, yeah. Would it be so wrong to swear off, thought we once knew? Chance to be with someone that never approved. Don't make the call based on what it put you through. I don't care what may change. It's the way you I'm are. getting closer to loving you, but you won't even let me in. I hit you on the Digitech, but you be on some Let's Be Friends. And then you feeling disrespect when I'm watching ESPN. I'd much rather have some Netflix and chill for real. Your body isn't like anybody else's body. Your body is crawling with shimmering scales and a long ass tail. And as long as I'm alive, I'ma just try to fuck with you. I'm Pharrell, welcome, welcome to the future. Would it be so wrong to swear off? Thought we once knew. For the chance to be with someone that never approved. And it'll never be better than it is now We at the goal line, but it's already fifth down And I'm super sorry if the shit sounds unlike the truth Pardon me, dog. it's not a false alarm I'm just giving you all of me And then when you receive these words, your uncertainty recedes And you firmly fall back into my arms and we believe And then your skin starts melting away But so does mine, and then we both say goodbye And put this bullshit aside, fuck with me Fuck with me Yes, 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 yes. We are back from the music break. And now we're going to go into another popular segment of the show, which is the unpopular opinion of the week. Of the week. Thank you, thank you, thank you. This is D. Randall with the unpopular opinion of the week. And um, uh, this one might get me in trouble, but but everybody got to hear me out on it. Hurricane Harvey was seen by many as a as a traumatic experience. Um, it has opened my eyes to a lot of things, um, things that I never paid attention to before, and I think I'm forever changed by it. As part of my day job, I, uh, I work with the school district here on the IT side, so the last week or so, I've actually been spending time in schools, uh, trying to get schools up and running again so the kids can go back to school. And, you know, shout out to you for doing that, man. That's what's up. That's part of the job. I, I get paid to do it. But actually, shout out to the volunteers. We actually had a, I was actually managing a team of volunteers this week, mm. people who actually took time off of work to come out and help us That's to do that up. on the IT side. I was, I was again, man, I'm, I'm, really, I'm really moved by the generosity of Houstonians. A lot of people say, you know, I love one thing that they love about Houston that they don't live here is, is the people. 
and, and there are genuinely good people here. And in the last three days, I've spent a lot of extensive time over on you guys' side of town. That North, you know North. Homestead, Titwell, Parker, it up. Hirsch, New nah, York. Langley, yes, Cross Timbers, Cavalcade, Lockwood, Lockwood, Mesa Road, Mesa, Wallaceville, Wallaceville, and you know, make a kill. Lions Avenue, Lions, Quitman, Jensen, Fulton. Don't it stop up. for no, the ladies stop. that ask you for a cigarette. You know, I was, <laughs> I was out there heavy in the north side, and um, so my unpopular opinion of the week is long pause. Man, although I say things about the North Side, people no. from the North Side are some of the best people <laughs> right. I've ever known. You heard it here, and you heard it first. Hey, I I, I, I want to say, isn't your better half one of those people? People from the <laughs> North Side <laughs> are some of the best people. Yes, that I've ever known. Thank you for the compliment. Um, you know, I. Uh, about a week ago, I called a truce with the North Side. It was originally going to last 72 hours. Dang. That truce has since still not been lifted. So all is well. There is a no. There is not a no fly zone. No yeah, fly, no fly is, zone. I don't flex. I've pushed the whip through the North Side three days in a row with with no with no issues whatsoever. And then he called out the streets that he was patrolling. You know what I'm saying? On social media, just so they can know where I was, just so they could know that it was not a joke. In case you wanted to pull up, I guess. You know, now <laughs> I posted those names after I was already out of the North Side. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, but you know, just so y'all know that I'm in them streets. I was even in the lesser known streets, like Noble Street. Noble, Noble. you know what I'm saying? Noble. Yeah, I don't know about that Noble man. I'm just telling y'all, I was out there. Okay. In them streets. I was in them streets. I was, I was, I was pushing that whip. Um, You know, but this is a this is a an eye opening experience for me because. over the last several years especially I've encountered more and more people from that side of town and I do have to say even though I give you guys a hard time um, y'all are some of the best people I know oh man thanks bro the people we flying the flag we flying the flag bro so um, I'm still south tied for Lil like you got pimps walking around. We got pimps. Hey, we got hey, pimps man. wearing pink silk suits walking around with white beaters, man. No, he had a pink do rag under the pink fedora. That is shades, him, man. That's him. The toothpick. That's and when he looked at me, dog, I felt like I wasn't shit. He <laughs> you weren't. He literally looked me up and down like I was short. Like yeah, little nigga. Like he gave me that look yeah. that walked past my truck, like. His was crazy when we saw him. South Acres, we were on yeah, South. Yeah, we saw Acres. him on South Acres. Damn. You saw him on the Southwest side. When we saw him, it was like ninety nine degrees outside. This fool was not sweating at all. It too cold to sweat. Bro, so I was like, I can't. I really can't fuck with him. No, and people were like, oh, take a picture, take a picture. Nope. And, he, and they started walking slower. I'm like, oh, this nigga here tripping. Cause he's trying to let y'all see his pedigree out there. You know what I'm saying? Right, that boy, that boy had, you know. And it wasn't even the Ralph Lauren pink, like the pink I like, like a, a blush. Yeah, it was, it was, yeah. This nigga had it the, was the Wolf's pretty pawn shop pink. pink. Yeah, man. Wow. We when we saw this nigga him, was pinky. <laughs> when, we had, <laughs> when we saw him, he had he had the pink 
the pink uh, trousers. He had on the G unit. G unit white oh, beater. I hate, white those. Beater. I hate them white beater. He had white the, the, the rosy sunglasses. Yep. Rosy and the pink fedora, dog. Yeah. And looked at us like. Y'all ain't that, shit. This nigga had the jacket on tonight, bro. And we like, you walking. Nigga, yeah, yeah, yeah you walking. And, and he's nigga. still like, he's gaiters. Right. right. Whatever. <laughs> right? Yeah, You know man. what? I, I don't know if you guys have seen that YouTube thing. It says uh, the dandies of the Congo. Yeah. Yes. You that's what it's Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like, yo, hold on. That, that, that is why. It, that cracked me up, man. Because <laughs> them dudes really be out in hot ass Heat. Africa. Hot as African heat. Boys are not sweating through them suits. Oh, man, it was not. Because <laughs> they too clean. It was not. Yeah. And they probably go through like five suits a day, man. Bro. They Bruh. stay clean. I know them boys. Because I'm like, where the running water at? What the? Oh, I bet them suits are fire. Put <laughs> 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 that on the old boy. I bet you spend them niggas a zillion miles away. Like, uh, they're going to nigga Keith right over there. Where is he at? Oh, he's in the next like, two years away. Spinning like nuts and cabbage Spinning over there. Them. Uh, big, big nuts. It's smelling like rubbish. Oh, Akeem <laughs> and his garbage truck juice. You smell like the tail of a yak. <laughs> right? Simba, 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 you stupid gorilla. <laughs> Y'all know where that was from. Oh, God. We just talking shit now. Here we are, man. Hey, man. Hey, we, we are thankful, D-Ray, that Thanks. you made it safe. I know I keep saying that you saved children from bears and alligators out there. Without a cape, without one, out there gutting homes, yeah, making I'm women. Still sore behind that, Ooh, dude. Bro. You sore? I feel you, bro. I, I, I can, I can definitely feel you on that. Uh, we're thankful that you made it out safe. Me and D held it down last week because we knew that you were doing good for others. Yeah, and that 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 is enough work for anybody. You know what I'm saying? Just you was, uh, was one of many people doing many things around the city um from houston with love we just talked to you about today you know racism and the effects that it had on us as kids and how we still can see it in a sophisticated manner in a uh, in a grown man from a grown man's perspective yep. um at the end of the day at the end of the day if you eat shit and sleep like every other human being on this earth you are no different from anybody else sure that. the only difference is probably the culture probably the background but other mm-hmm. than that we put on our trousers and our shirts and our big boy drawers mm-hmm. just like everybody else mm-hmm. so with that being said you know what i'm saying each one teach one and everybody just learn to work together more i'm not gonna get into a sermon about that wow too but late some things that we should remember if you like your women natural, do not date a woman that has had booty shots Mm-mm. or has had plastic surgery. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. It's just not for me. It's not my taste at all. I could care less. And if she has either of those things, it is okay to lie to her because she's living her life. <laughs> yeah, because she's literally she's literally literally living that lie out in front of you as because as she, you speak. She put the cheat code in. If I have a baby. Her side of the baby still gonna be ugly. Wow. You gotta think about that. It's been documented. It's literally been documented. So So ladies, uh, appreciate uh-huh, who you yeah. are. Appreciate the natural abilities, natural equipment that God. I like gave stretch you. marks. I love stretch marks too. I like the fill on them. 
So, That's some, some of them really looking like daggers. Y'all know who I'm talking about. Some of y'all, y'all need some collagen shots. Oh, man. I'm sorry. No, no you're good. Because I, 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 I appreciate the sentiment behind that. Decidedly unwoke. And you should continue to be decidedly unwoke. Ladies and gentlemen, continue to listen to the show. We're going to give you our honest opinion. We're not going to lie to you. We're not going to be on here putting on the facade like we're something that we're not when we know that we are much more than what we present to you. Mm. I don't know where I was going with that, but it just felt good saying it. I was going with the <laughs> flow. I just dropping bars. Hey, 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 I am, man. Hey, man, it's, it's naturally Shit. in me. Spitting from the survival scroll. You know what I'm saying? We just survived this, this storm. Now, I'm glad to be amongst my brothers here. True. Continue to listen to the show. Continue to uh, send in your questions for Love Jones. Damon is going to continue to have an unpopular opinion. I guarantee you on that because he continues to make waves and ripples even when you don't expect it. <laughs> but it's okay. Hey, man, y'all got to stop, ta- stop tagging me in them damn MF Doom posts, man. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it every time I see one. Like, yo, I, it's the first thing I shoot off. I can't help it, man. You're going to be a Doom fan before it's over with. Oh, no, that's not going to happen. But, uh, but y'all continue. continue. I'm not going to big up the North Side and Doom in the same lifetime. We'll oh, take the North Side. Hey, hey, we're going yeah, to take, take the North Side on that one. Yeah. Yeah. You know I'm saying, but hey, if you get a chance, listen to Plum Skins again, it'll change your life uh, again. No, that's one of the, that's one of the two songs I like. By, <laughs> right, by right. One of the two. KMD, baby. Yeah. I like Peach Fuzz and Plum Skins. After that, it's you know like, what? And yeah, I'm with you on that. A Peach positive Fuzz cause that must damage society. I love that name. KMD was such a dope name. You know what? You know what? Maybe what we can do next next week. I mean, if it's not an unpopular opinion for me coming to Damien. Maybe next week, man, we can talk about some underrated MCs, man, who don't mm. get they just do. Okay, we can do that. I did. I, I uh, made a post this morning that kind of gave me an idea, but we'll talk right. about it. Oh, yeah, we'll check it out. So next week, come back to us because we're going to give you love all the time. From Houston with love, y'all continue to tune in. Big up to All Real Radio, who continues to let us use their platform. Zinning. And we continue to keep it zinning in this mother sucker. So we're going to say forward motion, we make the world better. And this is from Houston with love. Peace. A one, two, um. One, two, um. Yeah. Um. Look into my eyes, no frame, still the same cat. With the needle that they lost in the haystack. Thank God I found success where my faith at. Others found success in the Maybach. Spinning their wheels, hats say jack. Letters I flip back. Syntax killing them, each scrub by Ajax. Voice work like a 5G network. Play this rap game, I'm Mike Level on expert roast. Kick a roast that I hurt, turn your track off. Miyaki can't save your kid, wax on a wax off. True indeed, best believe I proceed to stampede MCs with the legs of a centipede. Please, you wanna bees claim you're getting cheese. All I see is colons in the open parentheses. A Hercules, your metropolis ain't no stopping them. How when I'm standing on top of them, shocking the world. Sliding on Poseidon's trident So hard if it comes off as pompous I only wanna bomb you with these double entendres 30 lives to beat the game, but ain't contra though Arms are heavy from steady pushing the envelope But on another note, 
Every sentence is written in a spitting image of vintage reinvented. No limit with no percent, no mercy. 40 days and nights in the desert, so thirsty. Pray for rain, pray that my rain ends before it begins. You may be staying in the same lane. Today I'm straining just to maintain. Banging my brain in anger just to stay sane. Never before, never again. Will you see another team like we been going in? Up, got the cotton mouth. 
grill got my teeth jacked up and rotten out I should have gotten out, shouldn't have gotten in it Told the label, holla at me when you got a minute I took the trip to the office and when I got in I asked for the CEO, she said he was not in He left you a letter though, she put it in my hand And all it is said was I got dropped God damn My mama asked why I wasn't on TV Falling off just came too easy I'm at the bottom and he can't even see me If this is a dream, somebody please wake me Sunshine. Sunshine.